0: Okay, welcome to the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing. With parentheses, Lockers, who were not here last yeah. week. What is the Baking It Down podcast? Never heard of. It. Never heard of it. <laughs> Definitely not last, last week. So, Gory, would you like to tell? Would you like to give us your excuses? I will give you my really, really good excuse. Uh, like about a month ago, our upstairs bathroom leaked into the living room. So that bathroom has been out of commission while we waited to get on the docket of this. So you're saying it's an act of God is why the podcast didn't go last week. Yes. But they were there all week last week, fixed everything. I had to stay in, in the basement with the cat and the, the two cats and the dogs. We stayed there for eight hours each day. Heather knows I was so productive. We couldn't get I gotta say I haven't <laughs> seen that many emails from you in quite a while. <laughs> but we are back this week. So I apologize for last week. You can re, Your ears are rested, so they should be good for this week. But we are the Baking It Down podcast with a group on Facebook called Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. Heather, if someone's listening for the first time because they forgot about us because we took a week off, what are they in for? A wild ride. Um, that said, we are the Baking Down Podcast, so what this is is basically an audio version of the concepts that we talk about in this Facebook group called Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. Is it just sugar cookies? I would have to say primarily. That is an exclusive, though. We have cake pop people. Pop people. people. Cake people. Cake people. Just pop people. <laughs> pop people. <laughs> but what it is, if your product goes in and out of an oven... Um, you are meant for this podcast. So what we're trying to do is help grow bakery businesses when it comes to online marketing, when it comes to marketing in general, customer relations, you know, really, if, like that. It, if it's able to put money in your pocket, we want to kind of talk about it because that's the focus and the cause of this group to connect people to money. <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> to connect you people, can with, connect people. Me with money, <laughs> But let's dive in. Heather is a great topic and we are going into battle dead crack. <laughs> okay i would like to say that i've been listening to a book it is the longest book i've ever listened to outside of reading Corey's text messages <laughs> but the book is called the 33 strategies of war by robert green it's 27 hours i'm at hour 22 and i feel like you're at hour 22 mm-hmm. so you're on the final no no on. no. it's counts down <laughs> oh. I'm so far from that. <laughs> you're almost done girl <laughs> I feel like I've been surrounded by that. I'm But uh, what resonated with me is, of, co- of course, what he does is he reads these texts from, like, Napoleon. Okay. And famous, battley people. Bonaparte. <laughs> Bonaparte. <laughs> and what he kind of does is break down their strategies that made them so successful in these ancient battles and applies them to how you live your life today. Okay. One that I thought was really interesting is the death ground strategy the which sounds so okay. that sounds like you just watched top gun maverick and it was what, <laughs> what is it called when they go up above oh mm-hmm. coffin's corner <laughs> so we're the death ground <laughs> so the death g- ground strategy it i'm just going to read the quote then we can mm-hmm. break it down we can break down the death ground <laughs> Sounds like a great band name if you ever want dun, to get one started. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Cut your ties to the past. Enter unknown territory. Place yourself on death ground where your back is against a wall and you have to fight like heck. There you go. To get out alive. Source Robert Greens, The 33 Strategies of War. So when we apply it to cookies, <laughs> <laughs> Cookie does <dunco. laughs> go. <laughs> <hot> like that <laughs> Uh, When we applied to cookies, I think a lot of times you see people have a ton of like, well, it didn't work out. I didn't, you know, it wasn't a perfect day for me to teach a cookie class. I just, I didn't get around to my pre-sale. And it's because you're not, you're not selling on a death ground, man. So what Heather explained to me at lunch, at the Olive Garden for those curious, (laughs) was the death ground, if you put yourself in a situation where you can only charge forward, there's no option to fall back. You are going to conquer what is in front of you if you guys give yourself this bed to fall back on per se. Like say if you know instead of a rock in a hard place, you're rocking a pillow for it. You're you. There's nothing holding it's you. A soft landing. It's oh a God, soft God, landing. Yeah. Go. So if you don't hard charge forward because that's your only option, let's just say that maybe. Heather said, if, if you, I want to teach a cookie class and you know, I, I've, I've found a location, I, I've posted the pictures, but I only sold one ticket. So I'm going to call it a wash and say cookie classes aren't for me because people don't want them. I always do this. What if I said, If you fill a cookie class with 10 people, I'll give you a million dollars. Girl, what would you do? I I have a place to go. (laughs) Your strategy is going to be wild. I'm going to go knock on that door, on that door, on that door, and (laughs) beg them. Knock on that. Just find a school (laughs) bus and jump on and say, guys, i got to sell you something. And it's that, uh, the death ground strategy. So bringing it back to the book. I think it was Napoleon. Excuse me. There's a lot of officers in (laughs) this. I have no idea. Just instant Napoleon. Okay. (laughs) Uh, he said when a army, when an army has no option and it's either do or d- death ground, mm-hmm. they fight three times as hard. So an army that's only a third of the size of the army they're fighting against will be able to take on that army, mm-hmm. even though they're a third of the size because their mentality has changed. A th- if, thousand percent. Right. So his say his example of a death ground is when there's a mountain behind you and there is no means of escape, you will act much differently. So oftentimes Napoleon would send his people to battle with a mountain behind him and say, figure it out. Yeah. It's either do or die. Not to say that cookies are as violent. No. But the oven has taken many a martyr. (laughs) But that said, if you didn't have the fallback option, the cushion, the, well, I tried everything. Did you try everything? Did you put yourself on a death ground where there is no option to fail because failure isn't isn't an an option, option? How much different would your strategy look? It's it's so true. I know I'm guilty of the pillow fort behind me mm-hmm. because failure is not comfortable. Putting myself no. in a situation where I could fail what? is not comfy. Failure <laughs> like, never her because I never met. <laughs> <laughs> but oftentimes I see in groups when something doesn't go as easy as maybe we we had hoped for, whether it be that farmers market or the pre sale that you're doing for back what to school. What's just a new skill. Set. just a new skill. Yeah. I mean, I tell people um, when people are like, "Wow, you're so good at stuff." I is that have what no they tell you all the time. All the time. <laughs> I have no natural talent. I go into something knowing it's going to be a struggle because there ain't no talent here. So I'm like day 1 struggle, okay, good. Tomorrow is going to be a little bit easier. When things comes naturally good for people and then maybe something doesn't and it's a little hard, hard to feel, man. Tend to give up. Yeah. Because you can You can give up when failure is an option. And I know that we always say, like, hey, cookies shouldn't be stressful. They shouldn't be stressful. But you should be pushing yourself and not giving yourself that option. Because then you run to the group and you're like, I tried everything. Did you? Did you? Saying the word everything is so broad. It's almost like I can't help people when they say, I've tried everything. Because you tried everything. My mind goes in a million different directions. I'm like, they tried each million direction? But then I'll be like, did you try this? No. No. Okay. This? No. This? I ran out of time. Okay. Well, it seems like there's a few things left on the table. Right. But you didn't have the death ground thing to try each one of those avenues before you gave up. Right. I always think to myself, uh, Strayer, and did like online school. They said, at the end of each week, the course locks. If you did not get if you didn't answer the question, you don't, you do not get to resubmit your grade. And then they every time they're like, I know somebody's going to ask if I can unlock it. The answer is no. So there was no option not to log in that week. Mm -hmm. You had to log in that week, or you had to fail the class. That's it. There was there was a mountain behind us. So and then some people are like, well, I'm not going to fight. Well, then you're not going to make it. Which yeah, this sounds so crazy. We're yeah. talking about cookies, but I gotta say, this strat, the Death Ground strategy. When you put a mountain to your own back, when there is no option of failure, I think you're going to approach strategy. Much more aggressively and in more mm-hmm. copious, more, covers more options. And to put it into perspective, if you want to quit your full-time job to bake full-time, if you're already baking full-time but you want that brick and mortar, if that camper you want to convert into a cookie camper is your goal, these are the things you need to be on the death ground for. Because if you do not fight for it, you will not you're get not it. going to get it. You will not get it. It is do or die. Not do or maybe, maybe yeah. sometimes on the road. And the excuses you'll create are just as good as my excuses for missing the podcast. They, they'll make sense on paper. No one will call you out for them because they do make but sense. But nobody also cares. It's your life. It's you. It's your death ground. It, you're fighting yourself. Yeah, <laughs> and either you're going to win our <laughs> lives. person. I tell Corey, sometimes I feel like I live my life in a game of musical chairs, and I keep my one foot in front of one chair, and I try to stretch myself over to the other chair at no point fully risking not having a chair around my butt. But the music, I'm also not progressing. At one point, you have to take your foot from one it's, chair. It's a risk. My childhood was very stressful. <laughs> Me and other always had to play musical chairs together. <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> so, eventually, yeah, when you start walking over the next chair, there is no chair under your butt. It is sink or swim, and sinking is suffering. So, basically, the concept of bringing it back home again is, you know, what are you truly, how are you truly pushing yourself? You know, is it truly death ground? You know? Mm-hmm. Or? Is an excuse. Pillows. <laughs> Pillows. Uh, I don't know. There's so many times in life where I can say that I've chosen a pillow fort behind me, and I Absolutely, truly like to say. Confefe. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess when push comes to sub, how much do you want it? And if you do not want it the most, no one's going to want it for you. Say it again louder for <laughs> the me in the back. <laughs> know I am the thing is, cookie class time is coming up. There's well, about a to print money time. Million excuses between us between now and that cookie class but you can absolutely conquer those things that you want if you put it off for another year then another year then it feels another great because you never fail yeah it feels wonderful you do not fail if you do not try <laughs> but the only person who pays a long-term price is you mm-hmm. you may not fail but you also um don't get i was thinking i gotta call myself out on this one i really want to learn how to use procreate the more, I thought, I don't know, I kind of thought that talent came with the purchase of an iPad and an Apple Pencil. <laughs> hey, I bought a piano with the too. same idea. <laughs> Turns out, yeah, it requires consistent, consistent practice over a long period of really bad times because you recognize how actually terrible you are at something. Yeah. And you look at that version of yourself in the mirror so many days in a row that one day, you got. I got to call you out on this thing. What? Corey? Growing up. What? Really had this feeling fascination with drawing faces on oranges <laughs> like an actual orange you feel so i don't know maybe you thought it was like funny i did so Corey would, i call it the orange face you would draw this identical face I I on this still orange. draw it to this day circle circle round nose my <laughs> face with eyebrows off to yeah. the right and left and and then i look at her doing the cookies and i'm like i said the other day walking in the car i can't believe you came from orange face to these types of cookies, because at the end of the day, growing up, I thought orange, the orange base was as far as you were taking your talents. And I never tried more than that because, well, Heather can tell you. Back when we were younger, we went to art. P and T. Oh no, yeah. Hey, <laughs> when we did the egg drawing. Didn't you win? Yeah, and I did not. <laughs> we went. My parents signed us up for art class. It was supposed to be super fun. I literally cried myself out out of art class because I was not good at it. And then I have told myself for all these years, you're not good. You're not artistic. Don't even try because you cannot get better than the trash that you are. <laughs> <The> orange face. <laughs> but then I started cookies. Was I just as bad as orange face? Yes. It is so funny because you drew the orange face on the cookie. I did. It was sure – whatever's on that heart is <laughs> orange face. So Corey sends me a picture of the orange face heart cookie. And I think, hey – you know, it's not for everybody. I don't think I said that, though. I said, keep trying. <laughs> I felt that you death were around. And then all of a sudden, you just kind of plugged at it over and over again. Every day. Was everything a win? No. I remember the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> I still like those. Orange clouds. But I told myself, if you start this, you cannot stop. And I gave myself the death ground. There was no going back because I could only move forward. Now I'm amazing. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> orange face. I'll post the orange face in the group. So ask yourself this if you want the challenge is where have I put the death ground strategy and where have I put pill Forge strategy? Yeah. Did and you try watercoloring and it didn't work out the first time? Good. It wasn't supposed to. You were not supposed to be naturally gifted at watercolors. What you're supposed to be is naturally gifted at persistency. Mm-hmm. Did you not sell out on the pre sale? Hey, welcome. <laughs> Take a seat by me. <laughs> not doing Musical Chairs though, because <laughs> <laughs> I was <will> <laughs> feeling. But there's so many opportunities for us to to. It's never a failure if you learn from something. You know, if you give up, you I failed. think we talked about this in another podcast. But the guy said the people who try something and fail are actually, on average, happier than the people who don't try something because. If you try something and fail, you can still say you learned something. The people who never tried and never failed have the regret of zero experience. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and I think he was even relating it to even a marriage. That marriage failed, but I got these great kids out of it. Yeah, I will. I will commend you for this one thing. Me? Don't okay, even call quiet. me on it. <laughs> quiet. <laughs> Heather wanted to get a motorcycle. Me. Nah, I don't want to get on a motorcycle. One, when I figured out what you have to do to actually get a motorcycle license was like you had to go to a class each weekend. You had to take like this written test. Then you had to like ride a little tiny bike in front of other people and people yelled at you. That was not. Then that didn't even mean you were good at riding on motorcycles. That just means you got the license to be bad at riding on a motorcycle of your own. But Heather went to this little class. It would rain. I think I drove up to the parking lot one time so I could make fun of her, <laughs> <That was embarrassed. laughs> honked at her in, in my car, and she then was, drove she, off. <laughs> she came my helmet but off. she she kept going. Then she she overshot herself and got a motorcycle that was way too big for her. And she said, "You know what? I'm not stopping there." She got a little motorcycle to practice on. So you're saying, yeah, I have zero talent. but did have two motorcycles. I had way too much money, way too much time. (laughs) But she really pursued this goal. It was do or die. Well, don't die. (laughs) But you know what I also did? I did not... Uh, it didn't naturally click with the motorcycle thing uh you have to turn to turn right you actually make the bike fall over by turning left yeah, counter right. not mm-hmm. a clue mm-hmm. i even went to the teacher and he's like listen if you don't think about this it will be better <laughs> <laughs> okay well i can do that <laughs> um but i said heather it is not fun to sweat with a helmet on and it's not fun to feel like you're going to topple over on this motorcycle mm-hmm. but to get good at it you have to consistently fail and topple over so i've set my timer every day for 20 minutes So I lived in a town center, Mm -hmm. which is just people break-checking each other constantly. I was like, if I'm going to learn here, that'll be great. So I just drove around this smaller, larger town center over and over again for 20 minutes every day for weeks and weeks. And honestly, I I am a firm believer that 10 minutes of anything, you will eventually be great at it. So, like, the oh, that's a great question. I'm going to do the math while you're talking. Sorry. Ten <laughs> times 365. I want to tell you what this is. Right, okay. I guess I could. Have, that's 3,600 divided by 60. Someone's doing this in their head and be like, you child. Yeah. Okay, oh, that's 60 hours. One really long work week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if that's only 10 minutes a day. So that's so easy to do. It's so easy to do when you break it down like that. It's not when you think of like, I want to be, I want to fill this class. Okay. That sounds like a lot, right? That seems far. That seems distant. I can make a million, million excuses between me and then, Mm. and all of them are great Mm -hmm. ones. But if I say, Hey, I'm going to take the time to write my class. I'm going to take 20 minutes a day to write my class script. 20 minutes. You just said (laughs) that. 20 for you. <laughs> I'm going to take 10 minutes to write my class script. I'm going to take 10 minutes to write copy for the ads I'm going to create. I'm going to take 10 minutes to do this. You're going to have this class. Imagine if you spent 60 hours on building. You're going to have the best class. I think Corey and I spent a couple, three, four hours. <laughs> so if you do that, they say to be considered very good at something. It's 100 hours. 10 minutes a day gets you 60. 20 minutes a day is going to get you. Oh, you'll get there uh, in half the, half the time. Yeah, twenty minutes a day—you'll be considered very good at something. What's twenty? What's twenty minutes? I spent twenty minutes showing (laughs) Heather the TikToks. Just the beginning of TikTok. (laughs) Getting the TikTok algorithm more. Just getting comfortable in the couch while you get onto the TikTok is my twenty minutes. Finding that perfect spot in your pillow. I waste so many twenty minutes during the day, but I justify it. Well, you need a little break. I've been doing this mindfulness practice, which starts with just—all he says is just give it ten minutes. Of closing your eyes and stopping. 200. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I even I find myself opening my eyes. of eyes closed? He'll tell you what to do each time. It's the oh. waking.
1: Oh, like, he will say, like,
0: breathe in, breathe no, out. No, this, a lot of times you said, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to see the depth of field within your eyes. Cause you know when you close your eyes, but you can still see a room. <gasps> I
1: can see, see a
0: room. It seems like fine. But don't be, like, you're looking, your head's moving. So oh, you're yeah. looking in a room of your eyes. It's dark almost eye. like the shadow when I close my eyes where the yes. light was. <laughs> But he said if you close your eyes and then recognize, of course, he's going through this whole mindfulness, you know, feel the floor under your feet and your butt in a chair. But I find myself saying, I'm almost done. To do what, Heather? What are you done? Sit down and shut up and practice. Either mindfulness or orange face drawings or. Watercolor (laughs) or. care or motorcycles. Whatever it is, whatever you put in there, I think you're going to have. A much different experience. Now, add in the death ground. There is no option not to. So what if what mm-hmm. if death ground, sound, it does sound aggressive. It, it aggressive. truly is. It's the 33 strategy more. <laughs> The whole book is aggressive. So death ground, if you say death ground with filling up a cookie class, that, that's aggressive. But if you say my death ground is if I don't do this for 10 minutes, that's my death ground. Mm-hmm. That's so much easier to do. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes dedicated to a, a bigger goal. But you have to do the cookie class. You have to do that's, that's that's the death ground. That's the, 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 the great way out. to get to death grounds, which is they're probably gonna be like this podcast is violent. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Your discretion is advised. I would say a great way to do the death ground is to call is to find the venue first. Oh, if you set the time, everything has for to somebody, You have to make it. What did I do that I was like, oh, that's a death groundy. Oh, I bought the motorcycle before I knew how to ride it. Yeah, Heather bought a motorcycle. Didn't even know how to ride it. Just got that. Had someone like stand it up so she wouldn't. Oh, you had the Pop guy who delivered it, <laughs> walk it in. Yeah. <laughs> "This was a little big." Yeah. So yeah, that's, that is kind of like do or die, sink or swim. Uh, you've done it. Now you got to do it. Yeah. yeah. So what is something in your life that would be at death groundy for you? What's something that you've made a pillow excuse for? Um that you you know that you can accomplish it if you really put, you know, your mind to it. Those are the things that you want to focus on, spend the ten minutes on. Ten minutes is not a ton of time. I, I ten minutes is hard to find an excuse for not doing it. <laughs> really. I've found I've managed. <laughs> Don't challenge me, mindfulness <laughs> app. It's oh. so funny at the end of the day though, I'll be like, Where did all the time go? <laughs> <TikTok say> hello? <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, just kind of aside. I've been trying to do this care recorder. The care recorder Tell them is when like, it is and who got it for you. I'm pretty sure that I've it. Who mentioned gifted it, it. Corey to you. Gifted it to me mm-hmm. for my birthday. Mm-hmm. You and I did. Mm-hmm. And the carecorder care is a, a stenographer crossed with a keyboard. So that's where the guy designed it. It's only uh, 10 buttons. Just think of your hand on two mouses. That's what it looks like. My Mice. Um, yeah, but each button has a keystroke associated with it, and then the concept being when you do multiple keystrokes at the same time, it produces word. I haven't gotten that good yet, but I've been saying, Heather, come on, sit and do it. Because at the end of the day, if you don't do it, you're not going to know how to do it. You won't. It'll just it'll collect dust, and you'll end up giving it away. <laughs> Except for that was very expensive. So, <laughs> but I I uh, really started. It's so funny because I was practicing the care recorder before this last semester started for this college thing, and then I said, okay, I'm going to stop. With my billions of excuses, yeah. my non-death ground. Uh-huh. Well, I just said the college Your one. pillow fort, yeah. Pillow was coffee. Yeah. Super, like, Egyptian <laughs> so. cotton. Uh, so then I, but when I sat down to start it again, because I ran out of my excuses, mm-hmm. it, it said, like, oh, you picked up where everybody left off. Good job. Like, it, I have not lost it all. So even if you failed, because you weren't on death ground, you're on pillow ground, start back up. I guarantee you, you're going to be farther along. Your brain remembers things uh, that you're conscious forgotten especially if you want it you gotta want it you gotta want it nobody can want anything for you if (laughs) Uh, I was listening to the minimalist podcast, me, my ears just wide open. Apparently. So. And someone had called in and said, I'm a minimalist, but my significant other is a pack hoarder. Like everything. They're collecting everything. They have hobbies. They have this, you know, thing. What do I do? And then, <laughs> Did my husband call? <laughs> <laughs> Nate. Uh, the minimalists were like, hey, if we could tell you how to change somebody and make them want to change, we'd be billionaires. And we're not because we can't. You mm-hmm. can't make somebody want something. So at the end of the day, only you can walk onto your own death ground. Only you can build the pillow fort as well. It's nobody else's fault. Even though I can point a million different directions and blame everybody else. Mm -hmm. At the deep, darkest part of my brain, I know what I did. The hardest thing when you look back of, like, why you didn't do the class, why you didn't do the pre-sale... Those excuses you make are awesome excuses. Mm. They are mm. grade A delicious. Yeah, chef's kiss excuses. And you will have a hard time even like looking through them yourself because you're like That's That makes a cool lot of excuse. sense, past Heather. I agree. <laughs> but if you sit down by yourself and really look at the excuses. Really look at your t- accountability is a double-edged sword. Yeah, cuz someone's looking at you. I bought a piano recently and told my husband, "Yeah, I'm going to play." And now every day Did you play the piano? Yeah. (laughs) You weren't here. (laughs) (laughs) But it's my accountability. He doesn't know. But now I feel, even though on days where I feel lazy or I'm like, well, I I practiced yesterday for a little extra longer than the 10 minutes. Just because he says that is holding me true to practicing this piano. I, um, if we're confessing. (laughs) <laughs> i i said I have to go to the gym man i got this gym clothes i got I'm, this gym program at gym excuses oh, man. they're so I good i think i read the same book <laughs> <laughs> listen to it uh but i was i have this app it's only android based but it's just called easy habit all you do is check off every day if you did or didn't do something if there's no fluff to it and that's really one of just a uh, yes no okay and I, and then it creates like a, a map of of the calendar oh, month, good. you know. Yeah. So I was like, whoa! I don't really go to the gym last month at all. Like, there's more no days so far. It was like four yes days out <laughs> of the whole month. The gym is making money. On me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I said, I said. And then I found myself later that day looking at some fitness person. I'm like, sure. I'd love to look like that. And mm-hmm. I said, "Girl, yeah, you can't look like that. If your little easy habit tracker looks like this, who's ex- who's made? Nobody cares but you, and you're the one who is the only person who can take action. Mm-hmm. There is." What we did in the Cookie College last month was called. We named it. Well, Heather named it the Really Reels Challenge. But everyone talked about. Oh, I want to do reels on Instagram. Instagram is pushing reels. Video is the new photo. So let, let's all do these videos. It's easy to be like. Well, I don't. I don't really know what app to use to to edit my. My videos. I I don't have the right lighting. But Heather created the really Reels Challenge everyday accountability. But post. then people were like, I don't know how to make Reels. So then Amy comes in with a Facebook Live. Here's how to make Reels. <laughs> There was we're no excuse. We were, we were seeing your excuses and we were taking them to war. <laughs> and then someone said, Well, I don't know what to post. And Tanya Clower says, Well, here's an ideas mm-hmm. list. These are what have worked for me. I have hundred thousand TikTok followers. By the end of the month, people were asking, Where is the accountability thread for today? Yeah. Because they were looking forward to it, because that accountability held everyone true to it. It didn't, it took away the excuse of like I can't. Now it's I have to. Yeah. We're on a death ground. Goals made in secret are easy to break. Because um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're only breaking to break yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you made a statement, I will be teaching a cookie class by December of this year, and you stated that in the group or Guess to what your our November bestie, challenges. What? Teaching a December cookie class. Oh my goodness. Because I think the accountability, the death ground strategy yeah. do or do not, there is no try. It's going to make you or break you. If you really want it's to make, make you, you, do you it. or bake you. God. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so now that everyone's in tears, <laughs> let's move on to group stuff. <laughs> well, we gotta scooch over to the cookie college real quick. Look, I think we have some really it. fun stuff planned for the cookie college, but before we get into that, I think we'll work on that in the next month. Let's talk about the classes that we covered this past week since Corey and I, we're phoning it in mm. on our Pillarford excuses. <laughs> <And> not <laughs> during the podcast. <laughs> I, we covered uh, Nextdoor for business. Nextdoor is a multi, multi-billion dollar company at this point. Started in 2011. It's not going anywhere fast. But let me tell you exactly why it is useful for your business. Community groups on Facebook, you know that anyone and their brother can actually join a community group. Even if it's called like Washington, D.C. people, people from around the area can join because no one's really being able to fence who can come in and who cannot. On Nextdoor, you actually sign up with your address and your zip code determines which little group that you're a part of. So what, it's like a two mile radius per zip code or something like that? The as joining as a member is based off of how close your rating. geographical location is. Being a business, your posts are seen within a two mile radius. Yeah, so imagine being able to market to people who are your next door neighbors. That's your awesome audience. Because we are right porch <laughs> based, most of us are porch based businesses. Mm-hmm. From porch. This is one of the few hyper they call it hyper social networking because it is location based where you can actually make a completely free account so imagine being in, you're being the only baker in your little village in your little zippy code yeah 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 you would have a front row seat so people can ask for recommendations there so that they can say hey i'm looking for a baker for xyz mm-hmm. you can go comment there tag your own business as a business you can make what two posts they changed it. Unlimited. It's and once you, if you make a profile today, it will say that you're limited to two posts. Give it a couple, give it a couple hours, couple days, and then suddenly when you log in, it'll be like you're now on an unlimited post. And so you're going to think like, wow, well, unlimited. But we do think there's going to be a catch here where they're they going want to, you to run ads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they want you to run ads because that's how they make money. However, it is a nice aspect. And for my little SEO folk out there, next door is indexable by Google, and so is your business page. Just another platform for you to take up space on. SERPs, search engine result pages. So I would say definitely make an account there. If you want to have someone hold your hand through it, Heather takes you step-by-step through that in the Cookie College. What is the Cookie College? It is a membership plan. Uh, You can do monthly, yearly. Yearly gets you two months free. We'll have a promotion coming soon on that one. Fun stuff, shavering morning. But what you get is, at this point, 76 courses. Got three more in the works for this month. Uh, And you also get another community. If you really like the vibe in the sugar cookie marketing group, you're going to adore the cookie college, which is 500 and change people who are really, really in the same mind space as you. Let me just tell you, people beg to be in that group. And I have I to be. Corey <laughs> hardly lets me in every day. <laughs> I love a proven and disproven other. But we can really dig into a lot of information. There's a lot of lives in there. It's a lot more, I hate the word intimate, but it's a lot more intimate than it is in the 36,000. And I love the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group, mm-hmm. but I can really annoy people with some annoying some knowledge. Statistics. <laughs> um, what's great about that is when we first started, we've never had a price rage. When we first started, it was only price 20. Price what? Raise. Rise. Raise. I don't know. Rage. Risen. <laughs> the price risen. but we only had 25 courses now we're at 76 going on more than that 80 courses um so at the new year we are going to have a price increase just because of the vast knowledge now you can get so if you want to get in before that price increase we're giving you plenty it's of time August, man. <laughs> yeah plenty of time so much runway so if that's something you want to put on santa's list Put it on Santa's list. Hope you were good this year. <laughs> okay. Moving on from the cookie college. I want a new segment. What? Vendy Bundy. <gasps> okay. Corey and I talk about it. We, we had our, we're obviously very ahead of the career period. It's only August. Yeah, but you got a plan, man. August 9th. If you fail to plan, you This plan is my death round announcement. <laughs> yeah. Corey and I pulled a group. You all said. Bring us back the vendor Blender. The Vendy Blendy was the first year was last year. I didn't think it was going to go well. It almost went too well. It was so crazy how much you guys spent money (laughs) in How fun. So the requirement for the Vendor Blender was that every uh, vendor Mm -hmm. had to give, I think it was a 20% off. Yeah, they had to give at least 20% or more discount to anyone who participated in the Vendy Blendy. Did you have to buy anything? No. Could you just be a part of it, see what's good? Absolutely. Right. So you can just window shop, but it guaranteed 20% off or more. And throughout the entire day, since the Vendor Blender happens the day after Thanksgiving, there was free giveaways from anyone who was a vendor could do giveaways. So- and then every vendor was able to demonstrate their product throughout the day. So I think, if I remember correctly, each vendor got two posts and one Facebook yeah, Live. Yeah, one Facebook Live for about 10 or 11 minutes. Yeah, yeah. and I think, I'm not really, I, I got to go And back we had and 10, how many vendors? 35. 35 I thought vendors. we barely get 10. Yeah, I thought so too. So the vendors that you can expect that we had last year. So we're going to still see if this works this year. We had cookie cutter shops. We had t-shirts. We had jams and sauces. We had, what else do I have? Um, oh, lots of supplies. Lots like, of cake and decorating supplies. I think we had a sprinkle cast camp, iron sponsored a fun giveaway. Even though they are free product. Tanya so they, Clowers Tanya won. Clowers won the canvas lamp. Yeah, really the cool. canvas lamp. You can see her on TikTok. Had a great one. AECOR did 25%? two back. Yeah, they did twenty five percent off, and they gave away two backdrops. So I think it was. at any time, if you're a sugar cookie marketing group member, you get twenty percent off with a code. Mm-hmm. Sugar cookie. So, it's sugar cookie. No way! But that day, I'd never seen her run a discount like that, really she did 25% off. So it was a fun day. We had cookie cutter people to
1: Tons um, of branding,
0: people. Uh, rebranding. Oh, we did? Like yeah. A cl- classes, like baking classes? Yes, yeah, yeah. That was a- 35. it. Was, 35. It was yeah, I was trying, trying to remember. <laughs> that. So what we wanted to do this time is increase the price of a vendor to vend. But here is the fun here part. Here is the fun part. Let's give away an Eddie on the Vendor Blender Day. We are – if we get enough vendors to sign up, we will, in the Vendy Blendy group, be giving away an Eduardo. So do you have to pay anything? No. All you have to do is window shop. And if you feel inclined, use this discount code to 20% off. And somehow we're going to incorporate this Eddie giveaway. Uh I think it'll be a blast. Now, if you're interested in being a vendor, I have to set up everything. and I literally just had the conversation. Mm -hmm. But we said the first 10 vendors – 200 bucks. So, all your money, all your vendor money goes into We're not taking a cut out of it. We're actually going to pay into this as well. We're actually making this Eddie dollars <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah. We're in that loss. <laughs> yeah, it's done. But if you are interested, you can shoot me an email at hello at sugarcookiemarketing.com. Again, first 10 vendors is $200. Then the next vendors will be 250 But we are cutting it off at $15. 15. we are cutting off. So, there's not 35 this year. So, when you're in, you're in. And if you're not in, I'm sorry. That was use my here's my pitch though. There's thirty six thousand group members, and we're going to spam them with your awesome deals. So yeah, you're gonna to have to offer a twenty percent or more coupon, and then pay this upfront cost. But it goes into an eddy, which we can use to market the vendor. I think it'll be fun. What the vendor said from last year. They said, my biggest sales day, day ever. ever. I heard that from over five of the vendors. I bought a lot of stuff, too. <laughs> Great. <laughs> net net loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did not work the way so, I thought. <laughs> if you're interested in snagging a spot right off the bat, bless you for planning ahead. I'll this have is to do the like, first time we've mentioned it. So Heather has done zero work on mm, her end. Negative work. <laughs> but I think it'll be a blast. I think it was fun last Hello, year. And Eddie... And Eddie. So okay, fun. before anyone thinks, Eddie does not do get discounts, so they will not be doing no, discounts Eddie's for of no. <laughs> So don't get Eddie addressed. has <laughs> his boundaries, and he's yeah. not backing up. Back to group stuff. Let's talk about the Facebook Lives, which have been copious and interesting. We have. So the Facebook Lives that have passed, since we haven't done this in a week. Christmas in July, Gingerbread Houses with Heather Brookshire. Now, I know that was, I think we talked about it on... The, I don't know when we didn't do the podcast list. So I think that I'm go just going to go read just these. Go in turn, the basics to hand lettering and folk calligraphy with Melissa DiStefano. Yeah. That was great. Yes. Then we had the cookie collab, Christmas in July. I thought that went really well. That was great. That was really fun. The basics of da- designing in Canva Pro with Amy Hines. She was extremely prepared. Yes. Oh, had yeah, like she a was PowerPoint very, she deck. She really, truly was. Uh, icing consistencies for detailed designs with Gigi Williams. Gigi is really talented, and if you are interested in how she did that, she teaches you how to do it. Then today, it just happened, Stencils 101 Royal Icing Method with Jessica Wolf. Now, Jessica said, Heather, people think I'm teaching them how to make stencils. That she actually taught that class in the cookie college, and it's dropping next week. <laughs> so this isn't how to make stencils. That's a cookie college class. This is how to use stencils. And royal icing to create like text and stuff. Like so PYS not making S- the, stencils, yeah, using the stencils, yeah, overlaying text. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Then we have on August twenty fifth, end of the month, how to use Evernote, which I do like. Heather loves uh, for organizing and storing cookie cutters <gasps> with Amanda Gearhart. Do you know, do know what, what I did? did this week? Slacked. Took my no. orange faces. <laughs> <laughs> I took all my cookie cutters and divided them where they need to be. So like <laughs> wedding cutters together, like. For some reason, animals and insects ended together. The fact yeah, that you but have a whole I was down a whole ten-gallon can of—I have ten-gallon buckets where they were in from That's when insane. I was moving. There was five. Now there are three. So what did you do with the other ones don't you? They're on their own little little container. Oh, yeah, and then on this nice little shelf. Huh. So out of sight, out of mind. Not so like eyesore. Love it. And I've re- like rekindled some. Like oh, I, get, I remember when I ordered you. I forgot I had you. You're insane. Ah, and then intro to baking cookie pops with Annabelle Kuczynski. I need that. So those are our upcoming Facebook lives. Actually, I have three more now. Oh, gosh darn. And then we have two more, that works after that. Gosh darn. People are such givers. They are. If you guys ever want to teach a cookie um, class in the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group, all you have to do is go to sugarcookiemarketing.com forward slash L-I-V-E live, not live, (laughs) live, blah, blah. (laughs) So what you need to do, you can sign up and you think, well, can I teach anything? Yes, you can. If you know anything at all, you probably know a little bit more than somebody who's willing and ready to learn from you. And I always want to thank the people who take the time to, um, do that. I know. Do you want me to, does anyone want to learn how I draw faces on oranges? I would love to see your rendition. <laughs> would anyone like to learn how to win at musical chairs? <laughs> I'd be happy to teach it. Um, that said, as we scooch along here, let's go to, um, what do you call it when people call in? Voicemail. Voicemail. This is text messages. Text messages. So I'm going to read the first one. Heather and Corey, my name is Destiny from Grace, Love, and Cookies in South Mississippi. M-I S S I S S I S E I as if, you can draw the faces in the <laughs> My question for you guys is, drum roll, emojis. If you could only choose one genre of music to listen to for the rest of your <gasps> life, what would you choose? Christmas music. When I'm not done yet. <laughs> I love your podcast and I love you both. I've learned so much from the podcast and the Facebook community. I'm now looking forward to joining the Cookie College <gasps> soon and leveling up my business. Oh, my queen. Destiny, thank you so much. I almost feel like she did join, though. I Hey, hey. Okay, I love Christmas music. I play it 24-7 like a weirdo. It really calms me. My brain has associated Christmas music with relaxation. So if you come to my house today, it's it's uh, what I went what with Corey movie? to Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body Works Who's starting a rewards program. If you're a Bath and Body God. worker, <laughs> type <laughs> your number into <laughs> that register. Please use the podcast at The register. <laughs> I uh, but you, you got. I mean, we it got, might as well be. Let me just house. tell you. Okay, white pumpkin. It's hundred two degrees. White center. pumpkin and pumpkin clove. Pumpkin Club, I did. Pumpkin Club. You need to snag those two. Three-wick candles are $10 this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you ask me what I listen to, I really like low fidelity, lo-fi. That sounds like lo-fi infidelity. infidelity. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Everybody's crazy. But I want to say this interesting story. So lo-fi is uh, low fidelity, which sounds like low quality. It's very Scratches relaxing. the back of my brain for some reason. It's relaxing music that you could get work done while also listening to something. Yeah. So lo-fi fruits music is on, the playlist on Spotify on like, that I like. I was listening to it on my hair. Get off my playlist! <laughs> <laughs> it's Phoebe's favorite as well. We start every day off with it. That said, there's this funniest story. So there's a YouTube playlist you can also find on Spotify called Lo-Fi Girl. That's the name of the artist in the this channel on YouTube has been casting the same the this playlist, which never ends. The video stream Are never they doing stops. it live? Two years, yes. It's How live. can they do Someone's that? Someone's managing it, and but. But it's like this camaraderie, Chris, a lot of people who listen to lo-fi need it to like focus and stuff. So when you log into this feed, yeah. the comments, uh, they say unlike every YouTube comment section, yeah. this one is like, hey, everybody, I hope you do really well. Today. Oh, like uplifting. But here's the thing. YouTube takes the stream down <gasps> on a copyright infringement <gasps> claim. Turns out it's completely bogus <gasps> and it causes an uprising that lo-fi girl channel has been offline after so many people So is it coming back came back immediately and youtube apologizes (gasps) and everyone's back (laughs) but it's always this girl and so she's sitting at her desk the art the artwork in the stream but her day matches your day she goes through an entire Mm 24-hour cycle but she's always sitting at the same desk oh i can just find relaxing and just knowing like that is your norm yeah, and I think that people just start their day with LoFi Girl. But LoFi Fruits Music on Spotify is the one that I prefer. You can get some nice little covers of pop music in a low fidelity version. And then Peaceful Christmas Music, also on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, we've got a longer uh, text message. Hi, twins. It's Heather Martin from Macarons. Oh, guys, I apologize for others. (laughs) Macarons (laughs) and more in Katy, Texas. I'm the lady who just did the live on Macaron classes. I just listened to the podcast from May when you discussed boundaries, and I wanted to say – Thank you for the reminder. Boundaries is a topic I've been hearing about a lot from friends, but somehow I miss a lesson for me until today. And I'm a perpetual people pleaser, and I like to be able to be flexible for my customers. I teach macaron classes in my home, and last night I got a request for private classes, which I do, and I love, but she wanted a very specific Thursday night in September. And my gut reaction was, that's not a weekend, and school would just be back in session, and that feels like bad timing but I immediately went into people-pleaser mode. How can I make this work? Luckily, your words also showed up to shut down my people-pleaser. It's good to have boundaries. You can and should say no when customers threaten your boundaries. So I unapologetically explained that I couldn't make that date work, but I'd be happy to do weekends starting in October. We'll see what happens, but it's crazy because I don't even really care. I feel like this freedom about the whole thing. If it works, great. If not, she's not my customer in this moment. What's crazy is I usually feel terrible for days after saying no to somebody, but you've given me a gift, the permission to have boundaries and not to be unapologetic about sticking to them. And to be unapologetic, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. not only is it freeing me from the constant people-pleasing, which is exhausting, by the way, but you've given me permission to put myself first, and it doesn't mean I'm selfish. This is revolutionary, three exclamation points. Dang it, I wish I'd learned this lesson in my 20s instead of my late 40s. <laughs> so much wasted energy and what I thought others expected of me, sigh. Y'all are rock stars, and I'm so grateful for you both. You've made my business better and made me better. Thanks, Heather. What? A high, uh-huh. isn't it? Fe- that once you learn, is so awesome. It's an it's what she is describing is exactly how I felt the same way when I realized that everyone actually likes to know. It, they're just—they just want to know where the boundary is. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just ask to know where that boundary is. But sometimes us folks will say, "Oh no, they're asking because they—they they need this." No, they just need to know where the line is. Draw the I line. I just like in my head picture this dog, and he sees this giant open field, and he starts running, but he knows at some point he's going to stop. So he looks back at the owner, and the owner is just standing there, and he's like, "I'm, g- I'm going to keep going, but I feel uneasy." <laughs> yeah. But then you're like, and the owner suddenly gets mad at a certain point. The dog's like, I've just walked in this <laughs> I don't know. The dog would almost probably rather have a fence and know that the fence is mm-hmm. free roaming. I know exactly where I can and can't go. But oftentimes, just like Heather said, me, another Heather people pleaser. Yeah. Uh, it's easy to feel like that's the bad guy when in reality it's uncomfortable for everyone involved when you don't have the ability to say no. Because in your head you said no. The th- what I've tried to remember is, like, say if someone wants an order and I just truly want the night off. Right. I can say no. Corey's got some orange faces. Some more <laughs> orange faces that need, some, need me <laughs> ASAP. Um, if I went to take the night off, someone's like, "Hey, this is till last minute. I, my, my kid is gonna cry if he doesn't have these cookies for his birthday tomorrow. Can you fit me in tonight?" But I I wanted to take the day off. Guess what? If I had an order already, like two orders, and I couldn't fit her in, I would I'd have to say no. I'm sorry. There's only two hands here, and I don't have that much time. But sometimes we say like oh, I I can't take any time for myself. If I have a a second, I can use it to someone. can give it to them. But no, you don't have to. You don't have to. (laughs) I was thinking, I saw this thread in the group over the weekend, and someone had said, you know, rush fees, what are they? How do you charge them? And I saw quite a handful of people say, oh, I don't charge a rush fee. Either I can or cannot do it. There's no in between. And I think to myself, not only – are they pro rush fee? They're so pro boundary that there's no amount of money that would make them take your order. And I think like in a way, even if you say, well, I don't charge a rush fee. I can or can't do it. You are saying I can't do it. And no amount of money will make me want to. Yeah, you have the biggest boundary yeah, more than all of us. I say us. Respect. But Heather did say, and I saw her comment. For a million uh, dollars, everyone's (laughs) going to just (laughs) say, if someone offered you a million dollars and you said, well, I just can't do it, you're going to find a will and a way. (laughs) Death grounds, (laughs) I always think, like, if, when people say, oh, I just can't do it, I always think this is, like, my personal life. Mm -hmm. Like, for a million dollars, though, could you? Could you? I could. Could you? (laughs) I had this lady who wanted an order for Friday. Technically, it would be a rush fee if I wanted to. I said, okay, can you email me at blah? She said, "I tried to message you and it didn't go through." Well, there's my boundary. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna buy myself something expensive I'll come back after this. You are not a minimalist. I'm You're a closet a spender, minimalist. is what you are. You never know. What did never, you buy? I didn't. I said to myself this: if I purchase this and it goes through. It was meant to be. <gasps> oh, I don't want to go through. What I don't know. You it ended up, I typed in my debit card information correctly. And I said, if it kicks back, before I had typed this in correctly, if it kicks back, I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to call. Try to, to walk yeah. down and see what when noise spelled wrong. regrettably noticed that it kicked back. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I was coming by myself these jewelry. Oh, we did That's what you said. What did you say? Why did you not ask? I thought you were getting me. I, go, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> I get I the jewelry. <laughs> back. But that was the boundary. And I said to myself, Heather, if you go back on your boundary, it kicked back and the lady was like, I'll help you work through it. The boundary spoken. Do you yeah. have your debit and credit card numbers memorized? No, I have them in last pass. I don't have them memorized either. I think I typed. I said I need it. I need right to give around. myself a little space I need to have that walk downstairs to go get my credit card. You need to be walking <laughs> I unfortunately at one time accidentally did memorize You did. And, it and I said, You're a dangerous girl <laughs> living life on my own. I think I actually still know it. Your old one? Don't see it. Someone's got steerier than it's up. It's done I don't care. I ain't going to try to risk that for the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I need that Joey story of remember. <laughs> yeah. So that takes us through um voicemails. If you guys want to call or text in we would love it. It saves us from talking about ourselves and orange faces so much. But the number is 571-556-564. 5, 5, 6, 5, 6, 4. 4 again. 571. 571. 556. 5, 556. 5, 56. 5, 5, <laughs> Okay, next up. That takes us to that takes us to the sponsors. I'm going to give a shout out to Eddie. I think we've talked about him a lot. <laughs> but why? Because every, okay, sorry. Okay, we had that so big lotto thing. Big lotto. Oh yeah. We, the thing. we didn't win. That's why I'm here on the podcast. Yeah, I'm so sorry. You guys thought For I won. dollars, <laughs> For the million dollars you didn't get. Um, actually, I was reading this article about a lady who had won the other biggest lottery giveaway ever in 2016. She's living my dream? How does She's going? 73. Her and her husband decided to not let it go to their head. And all they did is she bought a Tesla and he upgraded his car. Listen, if I win, it's going straight you to You'll never hear from me again. <laughs> Heather who? Please <laughs> pour all mail to Heather Island. <laughs> Where are you residing? <laughs> anyway, so I ask in the Facebook group if you won the lotto, You know, remember me, and what would you buy? Has to be kind of cookie related. And the amount of people who said Eddie's just makes me think that people really like them. Listen, Eddie's sponsored the. Podcast. If I won, I'd buy y'all and Eddie. Everyone listen to the podcast. (laughs) Okay, I didn't win. (laughs) Sorry, please listen to the podcast. (laughs) We just need your help. Uh, So Eddie is a sponsor of the podcast. Eddie is a direct-to-food printer. They've just launched their direct-to-donut attachment. It's pretty neat. I I saw it looked mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, so you can actually slide a donut into the Eddie feed tongue Mm -hmm. thing, and he'll print directly on it in a pretty fantastic way. Um, I really like it. If you want to learn more about Eddie, join their Facebook group, Primera, Eddie Printers user group. Just type in a couple of those words, and sometimes it shows up. Uh-huh. And then you can kind of see what everyone is creating. They also help you with any issues you have. Eddie is complex, but all the good ones are Listen, and Eddie, uh, since we're just giving away Eddie's right and left here, the group is getting ready to turn two years old. Happy birthday, sugar cookie marketing. And there will be an Eddie given away. And then we thought another Eddie for the Vendy Blendy. Yeah, just Eddie. I just don't know. He just fits. Eddie Fest 2022. Eddie Fest. All right, so stay tuned to that. Next is Bakety Bake makes a meringue powder called Royal Batch. It is a lifesaver and a time saver. It already has three ingredients already built into it, which is vanilla, white food coloring, so you don't have to add that in there. It turns bright white on its own, and corn syrup, so you don't have to add that either. So you're saving on that, but you can get it in one pounds and five pounds, and it is my favorite thing. It is silky smooth. I follow the directions on the bag. I used to have my own little recipe I made up, but this works so much better, and it's so much more silky smooth. I really have eliminated air bubbles, and it really, if you've ever had... Had issues writing on cookies with a fine tip marker this is your solution because back in the day when i tried to write with fine tips i just thought it was you know not going to be something that i could do because i would literally draw one line poke through twice and cry me too man <laughs> yeah heather too heather would be like what happened to this guy <laughs> but now the icing i don't know how how it dries it allows you to write on there so you can do all those intricate designs which are super fun to do writing on it and everything like that so you can use code twins T-W-I-N-S at checkout and that will save you 10%. Oh. Last but never least is cast iron. So I'm going to just I'm going to just add a little bit of stress to your day. Oh, hold on. We're like I did a count like how many days we have left before like things start happening in the what cookie world. What's was happening? You know, like the countdown Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It caused a lot of anxiety and you know what? You're welcome. I'm here to add anxiety. Let me just pull that up real quick if I can. You know how Facebook be some charms But I want to talk about cast iron. Cast iron is websites for foodpreneurs, and they actually build your website for you super free. So I did post this yesterday. So there, I get it. Everyone, chill. Yeah. Everyone's school starts on different days. But according to Facebook's general recognition of when school starts, that will be in 16 days. Halloween is 83 days away. Thanksgiving is 107. And Christmas is 138. I honestly could not believe Halloween was only 83 days away. Right. So why am I telling you these dates? These are cookie super bowl dates. Anyway, it's the cookie playoffs, the cookie finals. Countdown. And then we got the cookie, cookie, cookie super bowl. <laughs> Battleground. <laughs> so Cast Iron can actually get your website set up for you pretty darn fast i'm mm-hmm. gonna say i don't know they didn't tell me to say this i think they can do it under a day i think they can yeah and so you could actually get your website geared up and teed up ready for cookie death ground mm-hmm. holiday season yeah. so castiron.me is how you're going to learn more about cast iron and to create your free store cast iron takes a percentage of sales you can either pass that on to the consumer you can absorb yourself or you can split it 50 50. mailbag okay heather Brookshire sent. She had gingerbread cookies that she decorated. Why didn't they keep me? I have one for you. I saved you one. One? Heather Berkshire, how many you sent? Just one. She sent one and a half. Only you know. a <laughs> half. Oh, okay. She sent a few, but she did send something to the mailbag. That's the last time I went. I was manning the hole in the living room. There the mailbox? mailbox. Huh? Yeah, there's nothing in the mail. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. <laughs> okay, so if you guys want to what's your drive us, man, my trust? Oh, wait, go to the bribing part. I not want to cut you <laughs> off. You want to bribe us? You can send anything, all anything. the things, something, Some cookie cutters, to 1500 Potomac Town yeah, Place. say it good because someone said we say it so weird that they can't send stuff. That, yeah, that's the. Sounds like an excuse. Give them a battle. Sounds like <laughs> <laughs> give them a battle. Ground. Your death count is 15000, so 15,000, Potomac, P O T O M A C, Town, no E, place. Sweet. 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 S U I T E not S W E <laughs> 245 Woodbridge Woodbridge one word Think of a wooden bridge mm-hmm. Virginia one yeah. word well. <laughs> two, two, 191 191 no, no excuses, excuses. <laughs> <laughs> So twin trust, do you what's have What's your one? twin? No What's your twin? I didn't think of one word what's talking. your twin? I'm trying to say it so I can <laughs> 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 Wait, I know I had one. I know I had one. What is my twin trust? I knew I had one but... Okay, here's a twin dress. We ahead. went to Sight and Sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sight and Sound. I didn't realize what it was. It's quite the production. It is. Of, a play. So it was, a, yeah, I guess a play yeah. of sorts, but it involves real life animals. It was a story of David, and it was three hours long, and they did not stop singing. Oh, I want to say, whoever's lungs. I could not believe they sang so much. He lunged <laughs> the whole <time. laughs> he lunged it. it was Here's quite thing. crazy. You know, even if you're not like a Bible believer, if you just go to that, it is just like the songs in the production. So live animals run through. It I was think like they camels, movie, but horses, lambs, lots of sheep. Yeah, I'll, they did a phenomenal job acting. There's one in Pennsylvania lots and one ducks. in Missouri. Oh really? Yeah, there's two. So it was really cool. So I guess David runs till Christmas, and then they go to like a Christmas thing, and then it switches over to Moses, which apparently was, I know. I thought I don't it was know. wildly impressive, but um, that was that was also yeah fantastic. the whole the whole what is it called that where they perform on. The whole stage moves throughout the whole thing. So as you're looking to the left, the right is totally switching but to the next scene. But they also have this, like, high-end uh, yeah, like, movie theater that's integrated into this real-life stage. And then, like, okay, so in the background, you're kind of hard to tell what's real and what's this yeah, video in the I background. Read. But it's all so seamed together that that's the point. So they have the real-life human being characters do slow-mo to but to the movie, crazy. it was it was it was worth it, and then they really dived in there, so it wasn't like so long. You were you were you were being entertained Divin. the whole time. Dope, div- they dived, risen, dived into Dave. Div. <laughs> <laughs> so that was sight and sound. That's mine. Now find your own. Oh man, I had one when I was sitting there thinking about it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we did Christmas in July. Did we even talk about that with them? No, no. I don't think so. Christmas in July <laughs> is something that we do with my family each year. And my dad doesn't really care. So it's he's really uninvolved. an excuse to get more gifts. It is. So you get this gift halfway through the year. So you, it carries you to Christmas. It really it jumps off the Christmas music. You know, it's not. None on of me. our family has any kind of holiday birthday anything it's just in a way it's a desert in the it's summer. a desert in the summer so we said let's come up with christmas in july but it's not crazy christmas in july everyone has 50 dollars they can spend so you end up buying four gifts because my mom's involved and my three sisters so you buy four gifts it's actually really really fun because no one the gift doesn't have to be something that they truly wanted because it's a 50 dollars. the gift. only rule is 50 and under Nobody Gift can judge down. it. That's it. <laughs> so then we sit all the gifts around the table, and one person gets to open one, and we all ooh and ah. Then the next person. So it's a ah, it's a whole evening. So we did. I did Christmas cookies. Obviously, they did Christmas mocktails. Yeah, I got a cranberry. whole 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 tray of nothing bunk cakes, but I dropped it on its top. <laughs> she bunted it. I was supposed to cook, but we ended up doing Chipotle, unfortunately. <laughs> but it was actually really fun so i got something that was really cool i love diet coke cans of diet coke are the best ones you know besides mcdonald's fountain diet coke is a can but the yeti came out with a can holder so it keeps you cooler a can cooler yeah so your can stays cooler so much longer than if the can. can was just in your hand can't, no, can't so these me and me another cheers cheers okay. we've been drinking through them all day i actually keep mine in the fridge so it's cold when i'm ready to grab a diet coke and then i can just refill it as i go through the day so my water intake has gone to zilch diet coke is an all-time high. kidney stones right there, there can't wait can't wait so i think that takes us through the podcast there's Remember, guys, death ground. <laughs> but ask yourself, hey, can I push myself a little more? Only the only person holding you accountable to this is yourself. Unless That's you would like to make a point. proclamation somewhere, so then we can all hold you to. <laughs> about. too. <laughs> okay, guys, we'll see ya next week if we decide to come back. Maybe. <laughs>